when I was tasked to do this mental attitude podcast, uh, incidentally, I just came off from a disagreement with a particular person. Now, at that point in time, um, I was feeling very angry, upset, and of course, you know, uh, offended. Well, to say the least, um, obviously, you know, um, it was more a case of me trying to push my point across. And so after reflection and after thinking about it through, I realized that actually um, it was partially my fault as well as her fault in that sense. Now, what do I mean by that? You know, um, I just heard recently that without conflict, there is no confrontation. Without confrontation, there's no change. And without change, you know, pretty much everybody just go their own way and then we do not see each other's point of view. So having mental attitude is not just about, you know, acquiring knowledge or acquiring some form of um, wisdom or even in that sense, um, intelligence. Mental attitude has also to do with managing our emotions. As we all can relate, you know, certain emotions will drive us crazy, certain emotions drive us happy, and so on and so forth. Now, in this disagreement, what happened was that, you know, I wanted to have my logo on a particular event. And the lady in charge said that, no, it cannot be done because, you know, I did not contribute in kind. As in, like, I did not contribute financially. And for me, it wasn't so much a financial aspect. I have actually contributed my time, my energy, my connections, my, you know, basically my expertise in some of the events coordination. So for her to say things like that, it was almost offensive to me, <laughs> to say the least. Now, having that mental attitude means three things. Number one, is it my pride or my ego that, you know, make me angry or upset or is it because, you know, that just because my logo is not up there, therefore, you know, I am not important. So that's one consideration. Second consideration is this. If she is tasked to do what she's tasked to do in a sense that, okay, that there is a blanket statement that, you know, uh, logo to be put up there has to be some form of contribution. Then for me to get angry with her, it will be my waste of time and for me to also in a sense like wasting her time in trying to get the permission needed and the event is very close and the third thing is that why is it important to have my logo up there so we all want to feel important we all want to feel like you know uh, that everything that we do is important is also contributing and also impacting and so on and so forth now, let me ask you a question. When we take group photos, right, and after we get the group photos uh, uh, back to us, uh, whether you know, in, a, in hard copy or electronically, my first question to you is this. Who do you look out for first? Generally, it will be us looking at, and I'll try to find where we are, how we look, and then we'll go, you know, and make remarks like, Eee, so bad. Eee, I wasn't smiling. Eee, my eyes are closed. And, you know, all this sort of thing. Now my question to you is this. Do we take group photo because we want to show at that point in time, um, you know, the memory of that moment? Or are we there to model ourselves? So having a kind of mental attitude is also, in a sense, like 
trying to think to ourselves like, yes, we are important, we are, but it's not all about us. It's about us contributing. It's about us, you know, um, helping, impacting. And if that's the case, then we should have our own self-fulfillment. We don't need to have accolades. We don't need for people to stroke our ego or pride or even to, you know, give us a pat on the back and say, oh, good job, well done, you know. If we are always constantly seeking compliments, seeking, you know, approval, then in a sense that sadly, we will always be seeking. We will never find it. And to be honest with you, not everybody will come back and, you know, say thanks to us or give us a praise and, and, and even to some degree acknowledge what we do. So let me share a very simple example with you. For over 30 years, I've been counseling couples, women, you know, youths, and have contributed quite a lot in a sense to even simple things like a little advice here and there kind of thing. But do you think how many will come back when their lives are improved or had improved? I will tell you, practically not even a handful. Now, my point is not to say how great I am or to say you know, how many people I have helped in all these things. That's not the point. I can help in giving the advice. I can help in giving some of the, the help given. But at the end of the day, the execution of the advice or the help is done by the people who took them. So for us, we don't actually exert our energy or our so-called you know, um, time to go and push them for change. And our mental attitude has to be in such a way that, you know, that these are the people that not just took our advice, but run with it. Now for us, that is a good, and not just good, that is actually very encouraging to say because they took the time, the trouble, and themselves, overcoming themselves, to make the change needed. Therefore, in business, right, when we face things like, you know, um, during this COVID season when businesses are closing, when money is not coming in, and, and um, you know, people are not buying, or people are not, um, all sorts of things, you will see that a lot of um, decisions are driven by emotions to quickly try and, to try and, you know, gain back the, the lost time or the lost, uh, money and so on and so forth you know it, it comes up very very strongly like you know guys you know uh, we have increased our price because of COVID you know and it's not by 10 cents 20 cents it's by like 50% of the original cost or you know look you know due to you know logistic uh, increase in cost therefore uh, everything goes up in price you know even the time that I serve you also go up in price and so on and so forth and my point is this right people will come to you because of the value you give not because you know of of um, of material cost, which is one of the factor. Now, having said that, right? Why do you think like some people will pay more, and then, and they keep returning as customers to this <coughs> particular establishment, which is not particularly cheap? It's because they felt they have the value from paying the price. Recently. Uh, one of the cake shop, I'm um, not quite sure, is it uh, Good Cakes or something, put in a newspaper to say they've increased the cost of their Swiss rolls and, and also apparently they're quite famous. And, and, and so instead of, uh, you know, customers coming to say, oh, look, yes, yes, we support you, you will pay, you know, pay a bit more because your cakes are so good and so and so forth. 
and uh, then I was reading through all the comments and uh, a few of them jumped out at me it's just, well the cake wasn't that good uh, anyway but you know justifiable increasing the cost but it wasn't a cake it was the attitude of the staff it was as if like okay look we're the best cakes in the in the whole Singapore you've got to buy from us now if we carry that kind of mentality then we will we will bump into a lot of disappointments now price is what we pay value is what we get and our attitude should be in such a way that you know if we want to charge a certain premium price then prepare to give premium value and so at the end of the day this applies to all our work our business even our relationships and hopefully um, through this little podcast if you have any questions you know please feel free to reach out to any of the IWSCI uh, members and uh, thank you for giving me the time to share